This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It feels like we're all being told to go on this diet, take that supplement. Ozempic will give you depression, but you know what'll cure that? Weed. Or you could try to balance your hormones. At Science Versus, we're like... What the f*** is going on? Forget the crap online and listen to Science Versus. Just the facts. Oh, and a bunch of stupid jokes. What is a ghost's favorite fruit? Booberries. That's Science VS. New season out on Spotify soon. This is Detective Eric Rossi with DPD Homicide. If this is an emergency, please dial 911. If not, please leave a detailed message and callback number. This mailbox is confidential. Thank you. Hi, Eric. Um, I left a message on your cell a few days ago. You probably still don't want to talk to me, but I'm calling to apologize. Again. I shouldn't have... I know using our friendship to manipulate you was wrong. I'm sorry for bringing up your son. I shouldn't have pushed your buttons like that. About... And what happened at the station was unprofessional. I'm so, so sorry. Please forgive me. Call me back when you can. Home or cell. I'll be home. Hi, you've reached Leslie Anderson, Cole Elementary PTA Secretary, and one of Mara and Otto's mommies. Please leave a message and we'll call you right back. Hi, Leslie. It's Kate. Uh, <laughs> where do I start? Can you just call me when you can? Um, I've just, <sighs> just had a crazy week. I, well, there's, there's so much to tell you. Um, Let's get lunch or something. I miss you. Bye. Hello, this is Kate McClay. Leave a message and I'll call you back as soon as I can. Thanks. Bye. Hello, Kate. I hope you are sleeping and dreaming pleasant dreams. I'm calling to confirm tomorrow's session, 3 p.m. sharp. I've been thinking about you. Uh, we could... 
We could even go somewhere besides the office tomorrow. A park or my house. Get a change of scenery. Please, call me back very soon. It's imperative I keep a close eye on you. Goodbye, Kate. Parcast presents Mind's Eye. How sure are you of what's real? What separates reality from fantasy, truth from fiction? My favorite painting, or (laughs) the only one I like, really, is by a guy named Magritte. It's of a smoking pipe. Written underneath is Ceci n'est pas un pipe, which is French for, this is not a pipe. His point was that a true pipe is an object that can be touched and used. His painting of a pipe was only a representation of the real thing, not the real thing itself. After my last vision, yes, I started calling them visions, not dreams, I was diagnosed with narcolepsy, a disorder that affects my sleep cycle. A side effect of narcolepsy is hallucinations that occur during the state between being asleep and being awake. They happen because of something gone wrong in your REM sleep cycle. These hallucinations are vivid and terrifying. The person having them believes they are real until they fully wake up. Sure, it it sounds like a reasonable explanation for what was happening to me, but I knew it wasn't the truth. The truth was that I was having visions of murders as they were happening. After all, this diagnosis didn't explain how days after my last vision, another murder victim was found, this time 30 miles north of Las Vegas. A coincidence, that's what they called it. But I called it proof. I couldn't focus on what they believed. I could only focus on what I knew. I knew that if I didn't find the killer, these visions would take my sanity. And I was going through this alone, with no one to help quell the tide of terror rising inside of me. Not even Miles. But there was no going back. I had to solve this case in order to save myself. Oh. Right. The name of the painting. The Treachery of Images. Pretty fitting, don't you think? Miles just went to brush his teeth. I only have a few minutes. Miles had Eric come by and take all of my files. All of my research and notes are gone now, and I... Wait. The sink just turned off. I gotta go. After the fallout from my last vision, my tape recorder became my only confidant. I couldn't talk to anyone else about what was going on, especially not Miles. And it didn't help that Miles and Marty were working as a team against me, or so it seemed to me at the time. Did you take your pills this morning? Oh. Was I supposed to take them? I thought I was supposed to juggle them. Kate, come on. 
Are you recording this for your story, or is this another part of my psychological evaluation? I'm starting to think they're one and the same. Things with Kate are strained, I take it? Mm, that's one way to put it. Since her episode in the police station, we've had to make a lot of changes in our life. The biggest one has been trying to keep Kate away from the investigation, like you recommended, Marty. Yes, well, it seemed clear that her obsession with the case was only exacerbating her symptoms. And making sure she is not left alone is also important to enabling her recovery. She doesn't see it that way. I've been thinking lately about whether or not this is the blind butcher or a copycat. I don't know anything about the latest victims or crime scenes. What kind of cheese do you want on your sandwich? Uh, Whatever we have, Mom. They're Swiss, American, provolone. American, Mom, thank you. You want chips? There's regular, barbecue. (sighs) But the antidepressants are helping, yes? No dreams since she started taking them two weeks ago? If I were Kate, I'd be depressed too. She's had it rough lately. Palmer, you're here to observe, not participate. Just for our listeners, when Kate was diagnosed with narcolepsy, she was prescribed antidepressants. Not because she's depressed, but because those kinds of drugs help to suppress REM sleep and stop the hallucinations she's been having. Marty, to answer your question, she hasn't had any dreams since taking them. They also haven't found any other victims, so... Did you see that the last dead guy they found was north of Vegas? That's not what we're here to talk about. (laughs) Sorry, Marty. I wanted to talk to you today because I feel we haven't gotten a chance to know you in this story, I mean. I'm not sure I understand. Well, just that I want to paint a more detailed picture of you. Give you more depth. No, Miles, I understand character development in relation to storytelling. I just don't understand why it's necessary. Your story isn't about me. It's about Kate, correct? Yes, but it's important to explore who you are as well. Make you more accessible. You mean (laughs) likable. Palmer, go in the other room. (laughs) No, no, it's perfectly fine. I don't always present myself in the most favorable way. With Kate, especially. Miles has me scheduled to see Marty every other day. There's just something about that guy that sets my teeth on edge. After every session with him, I just feel angrier and more frustrated than before. (sighs) Isn't therapy supposed to have the opposite effect? Kate has never been angry before. I mean, she's gotten mad at things, but in general, I would never have called her an angry person. Not until now. What she's dealing with is bound to alter her mood and her general state of being. That kind of trauma does not go quietly. Or maybe she's angry because, like, her own husband thinks she's nuts? I don't think she's nuts. And don't talk like that, Palmer. Mental illness has a bad enough stigma as it is. Well, I believe Palmer here may have a point. Part of it is that she feels betrayed by the person she trusted most. You, Miles. Maybe we could do another interview. Go over what's been happening. You're already recording? 
Does that mean I don't have a choice? Of course you have a choice. I just thought that doing an interview together would, I don't know, help us have an open conversation. You think that's what we need to have an open conversation? A tape recorder? I just want you to talk to me again. How can I talk to you when you don't listen to me? Okay, wait. You just want material for your story. We'll see if you can use this. Part of the reason I'm being so hard on Kate is because I feel responsible for what's happening to her. I put so much pressure on her and her dreams. I pushed her too far. And all because I wanted to use her dreams to help my own fledgling career. Because I dreamed of being a journalist. What was I thinking? Miles, it's completely valid for you to have... No, Marty, don't justify it. People believe it was Kate's dream that broke her, but it was mine. What am I still doing here? Why am I still doing this? Palmer, turn this off. What? But, Miles, let's just... I said, turn it off. (sighs) Don't have much time as usual. Just a quick minute to myself in the bathroom. I managed to record something today, something I didn't know before. Miles has my mom keeping an eye on me to make sure I'm not working on the case. But I knew I might be able to get her to slip and tell me something about my dad. I've been wearing a bathrobe around the house, saying I'm going full-on Howard Hughes. But actually, the pockets make a perfect hiding spot for this tape recorder. At first, all I managed to catch on tape was my mom's uncanny ability to turn any topic into a plea for grandchildren. But today, it finally paid off. I told him that there was no way I would spend that much on a piece of used furniture. And he goes, it's not used. It's an antique. Like I was going to fall for that. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think you could bring over some of our old photo albums tomorrow? The ones from when Jenny and I were little. Why do you want to see those? I don't know. I've been thinking about that time in our life lately. Kate, you're not supposed to be thinking about that. What, now I can't even think about Dad at all? Why would you want to? You two used to fight constantly. I'm not thinking about that. I just... Just about, you know, the happier times. (laughs) Then you must be imagining things, because there never was a happy time with your father. I know Dad wasn't perfect, but, I mean, you guys must have been happy together at some point, right? I mean, didn't you love each other? In the beginning? Uh, Kate, the truth about your father and I is that we didn't get married out of love. I found out I was pregnant, and our parents were going to disown us unless we got married. That's just how things worked back then. I tried to keep it from you, but I think you're old enough now to know the truth. Your father and I had a deep, physical connection. Mom, no. But I wouldn't say that what we had was love, because when you love someone, you stay faithful to them. And your father was never faithful to me. And you know what? Maybe if he had been faithful, he wouldn't have ended up the way he did. You think it's Dad's fault he was murdered? No, no, of course not. It's just that... When you live an ugly life, you can't expect a pretty death. How can you talk like this? 
You do remember, he was my dad, right? You wouldn't be so forgiving if you knew him the way that I did. What? What about him? Let's just say that there was one day when I came home early from work and found your friend coming down the stairs looking quite pleased with herself. You and Jenny weren't even home, only your father was. You mean Leslie? <laughs> you think that they- Your father didn't exactly discriminate when it came to his mistresses. That's not possible. I'm... Leslie would never do that. She was probably just waiting for me to come home. Plus, Leslie's gay. She isn't even interested in men, let alone older men. If that's what you want to tell yourself, then go ahead. I can't talk about this for another second. You need to get ready for therapy. I tried to call Leslie, but no answer. I left a message, told her it was urgent. I don't know what to think. My mind is spinning. Leslie has always been shifty when it came to my dad. Whenever he came up in conversation, her tone would change. She would avert eye contact. But what does that mean? I just, I need to talk to her. We're going to be late. What's taking so long? Yes, Mom, I'm fine. Crazy people have to use the bathroom, too. Okay, don't be so crass. What's the matter with you? Is something going on? You seem... on edge. You try spending hours on end with my mother and stay relaxed. Uh, So something happened with your mother? No. Everything is fine. People who say they're fine usually aren't. Huh, you're right. I'm not fine. I'm great. I'm wonderful. I'm stupendous. This only works if you're honest, Kate. You want honesty? I've been following all of the doctor's instructions. Sticking to my sleep schedule, taking my pills, eating my vegetables, not having caffeine. I haven't had another dream. I shouldn't have to come here anymore. These sessions are part of the process for you getting healthy again and back to work. Can you stop holding that over me? I get it. You have the power to decide the fate of my career. You don't have to remind me that I have no control here. Is being in control important to you? If it was, do you think I would be here right now? If you could take control then, what would you do instead? Right button to press record? Oh yeah, there's the red light. We're live! No, we're not live. Just recording. And don't record this. It's just a mock interview. How am I going to learn if I can't go back and listen to it? I'm shocked you want to do this. You were so disinterested before. Yeah, before it was boring. But the past couple weeks, I've seen how exciting it can be. Not that watching your wife lose it is exciting, but telling the story of it all, that's been cool. I told you that story is done. We found out what's causing Kate's dreams, so it's over. It's obviously not about the dreams. It was, but, like, it turned into a story about Kate and what happened to her dad. Isn't that what you said the best stories do? Evolve? Have you actually been listening to me this whole time? You can help Kate solve the mystery. That's what everyone wants to know. Who the killer is. That's the story that'll make you famous. This isn't about fame, Palmer. Kate has experienced real trauma, and that shouldn't be sensationalized for anyone's gain. Especially not my own. 
Isn't that part of being a journalist, though? Telling stories about people and their problems. It helps people. Well, that's what I used to think, but I don't know if I'm capable of that. What does that mean? It means I think it's time for me to stop believing in a fantasy. <laughs> Isn't that what I've been telling my wife? Miles, you've got a call in line, too. Okay, thanks. I've always wanted to take a call live in studio. What? No. Oh. Caller, you're on the air. Palmer, no one is on the air. You do realize this isn't a live radio station, right? Just because your dream is dead doesn't mean you have to kill mine. Uh, Miles, is that you? Marty, what's going on? Uh, I've got some bad news. Oh, I'm starting to think there isn't any other kind lately. Hold on, just need to turn this off. Okay, I'm in a coffee shop. I'll just be the weirdo talking into a tape recorder in the corner. Who cares? <laughs> it's the only place I could think to go. I just stormed out of the session with Marty. I wanted to reach out and strangle him, just make him stop talking. I can't stand the sound of his voice. <laughs> What's the matter with me? I snuck out the back of Marty's office building so my mother wouldn't see me. I needed time on my own to think. I used to believe the killer was a stranger. Just a faceless specter. But what if it's someone that I know? That's what my conversation with my mom has made me consider. I didn't realize how deeply my mom resented my dad that they had never even loved each other, or, or that she might even think that my dad deserved to be murdered. But does that make my mom a killer? And then there's Leslie. What if what my mom said about her was true? God, it's so gross to even consider. She would be 17 at the time. And if it's true, does that make Leslie a suspect? God, Marty has me all thrown off. If there's anyone I would pin as a serial killer, it would be him. What is it about Marty that makes me feel so much anger towards him? Is it possible that I'm sensing something bad in him? Cops are supposed to have instincts about stuff, right? God, I just sound crazy now, but what Breaking if I... news today out of Denver on the blind butcher case. What? Hey! Hey, can you turn up the TV? We're going to take you live to the Denver Police Station, where Detective Eric Rossi is going to be speaking shortly. Detective Rossi is the lead detective on the case and has been part of the Blind Butcher investigation since the beginning. Oh, wait, hold on. I'm being told that Detective Rossi has already started the press conference. Okay, let's go right to it. Let's get the show on the road. I got a lot of work to do. Based on recent developments in our joint investigation with the Nevada police, we can officially confirm that the most recent victims were killed by a copycat killer, someone trying to mimic the blind butcher. To clarify, this is someone who is recreating the murders committed 15 years ago, not the original murderer. How do you know? Has new evidence been discovered? Do you have any leads? Are there any suspects? Hey, hey, all right, let me finish, okay? I got more to read here. We can't release any more details on the case at this time, but we can definitively say that this is not the blind butcher. Why can't you say anything more? Why make this announcement? A copycat killer. Hey, 
Hey, Kate, your husband's on the phone. He's looking for you. How does he keep guessing where I am? Am I really this predictable? Maybe he's psychic. Be quick, though. It's an old cordless phone, so the battery runs out fast. How did you know I was here? I don't always come here. Okay, fine, I had one coffee. No, no, I'm not coming back. No, I don't care what he does. Wait, what? Jenny's at the house? Now, I'm not lying, Miles. I didn't know she was coming. Okay, I'll be right there. Is that the right button? Yeah, it's recording. Oh, right, I see the little light now. Cool. Okay, so ask me a question. I didn't know you were coming, so I don't have anything prepared. I thought you were doing a story about Kate. Don't you want my input? I am her twin, after all. I know her better than anyone. Mm, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> you think you know her better than I do? That sounds like a challenge. No. No, not a challenge. Fine. You know Kate better than I do. Happy? But you didn't let me prove it to you. I don't need you to prove it. Remember a couple years ago on Kate's birthday? You got her this... this pipe? Like, a smoking pipe. And Kate was so confused. Kate doesn't even smoke. And your card said, you're the real thing, or... What we have is real. To always knowing what's real, and what's real to me is you. Come on, Miles. Even you laughed. It was just a terrible gift for Kate. Sorry, sorry. She loves you. You know that. I'm only teasing. Well, she does keep it on her bedside table. What? The pipe. That's where she keeps it. Jenny! Speak of the devil. Hey, sis. <laughs> it's so good to see you. Why didn't you tell me you were coming? I've missed you so much. I'm surprised you even noticed me with Miles in the room. Usually you two can't stop making googly eyes at each other. It's gross. Hmm. I'm only joking, jeez. What's up with you two? Why the serious faces? I'll get it. You guys are fighting? Why? The dreams. What about them? I don't think they're dreams. What are they then? I don't know exactly. Hey, Marty, how you doing? Okay, well, we'll figure it out. No one believes me. They all think I'm crazy, even Miles. I guess I'll be crazy too then, because I believe you. <laughs> I knew you'd say that. Did you see? It's a copycat killer. Yeah, I heard. What do you think? Wait, shh, 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 shh. I can't talk about it around Miles. He's coming back. What? Why? Come on in. They're both just in here. Both? Kate's twin is here. Oh, interesting. Oh my. Identical twin is certainly an accurate term. <laughs> oh good, we've already freaked him out. This should be fun. What is he doing here? I invited Marty out for dinner. I felt like you two should talk in a non-official setting. Don't you think that's a little unprofessional? There's nothing wrong with going outside the norm. Hi, I'm Jenny, Kate's freaky twin. I wouldn't say there's anything freaky about you. Wait until you get to know me. Oh, give me a 
Where do we want to go? Jenny, you're more than welcome to join us. Got plans with Mom, but I could be persuaded. I'm starting to feel a craving coming on. <clears throat> well, I'm not hungry. Kate? Miles? Jenny. <laughs> Can you two give us a second? So, Marty, is it? What do you like to do for fun? Well, I'm restoring an antique grandfather clock. If he touches my sister, I will kill him. Why are you acting like this? He's harmless. There's something off about that guy, Miles. He's flirting with my sister now? Does, does that seem right to you? It seems like your sister is the one doing the flirting. Don't you even start on my sister. I am doing everything I can think of to help you, but nothing is working. Because you're trying to treat the wrong problem, Miles. I'm perfectly healthy. Oh, right, because it's healthy to think you're having visions of murder. I know that you don't believe me, but you don't have to mock me. I'm sorry. I am not mocking you, Kate. I would never do that. Leslie? What are you doing here? Kate, I got your message and came over as soon as I could. My kid's been sick, but I managed to get a sitter. What's going on? It was nothing. You said it was an emergency. Life or death. That you had to talk to me? What? Nothing. Never mind. It was nothing. It's something about your dad's case, isn't it? I left my sick kid to be here, Kate. Is that really what you called me about? Can you please just... It wasn't supposed to. I just... I needed to talk to just you. Not with Miles. I just, I need everyone to stop. Just, just shut up. I, stop looking at me. It's, it's too much and I, I can't take it. Okay, okay. It's, oh, it's okay, Kate. Just, just sit down, breathe. Okay? <sighs> Leslie, I'm sorry, but can you go? Can you tell Marty and Jenny they need to leave too? They're just in the other room. I need to stay with Kate. Oh, is Jenny here? I haven't seen her Leslie, in... Leslie, please. All right, all right. I'm going. Kate, just... Take deep breaths. It's okay. Can you please... I just... I need a minute alone. Okay. Of course. If that's what... I'll see everyone out. Is Kate gonna be okay? Are you sure you don't want me to talk to her? She needs some time alone. I'll walk you both out. Where's Jenny? Uh, actually, I took a cab here. I can give you a ride. Oh, yes. I'd like that. Come on, Kate. Hansons don't cry, remember? <laughs> I can't believe you were flirting with that creep. What? He was kind of cute. You're freaking out. Yeah, I am. I promised Mom I would have dinner with her. Why don't you come with us? Get out of the house. Get away from this for a bit. I can't. I can't see Mom right now. It's just too much. I get it. Well, I'm staying over there with her, so if you need anything... I know where you'll be. Jenny? Don't worry, Sheriff. I'm heading out. Take care of my sister, Miles. I'm trying. Try harder. What do I do here, Kate? I don't know what to do for you. If we had more money, we could move. You've always wanted to move, haven't you? What? Well, we could leave. Go wherever we want. Well, what about your job? I'd do something else. Go back to school. I was always good at math. Maybe accounting. That's steady. <laughs> but Miles, you're... 
You're not an accountant. You're a journalist. I don't have to be. Look what it's done to us. You think this is because of your story? I'll go make us some dinner. Miles, wait, we need... We need to talk about this. You can't... It was a fitting time for Miles' recorder to run out of battery. Miles had run out of whatever it was that kept him going. And I couldn't help but feel responsible. Maybe it wasn't healthy that both Miles and I blamed ourselves when bad things happened to the other one. But every relationship is dysfunctional in its own way. And it's that dysfunction that can either bring you closer together or break you apart. And I couldn't stand the thought of being apart from Miles. Okay. What time is it? What what are you doing? Continuing our interview. It's the middle of the night. You're on a sleep schedule. If you didn't want to be a journalist anymore, that would be one thing. But you can't quit your job just because of everything that's been going on with me. Uh, it's just, we're tied up in a knot, and the more we try to untangle it, the tighter it gets. I've still been investigating my father's murder. Yeah, I kind of figured that out. The visions that I've been having. By being in that perspective of a killer, I feel... I feel like they're turning me evil. Or... Or I was always evil, and now it's waking up inside of me. Whatever's happening, it's not you. You're a good person. I believe in you. Kate, I don't know if I can understand what you believe is happening, but I'll try. Thank you, Miles. Kate, 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 you're awake now. You're safe. Marty. You had a dream about Marty? No, no, Marty's... I... Oh my God, oh my God, Eric. Eric said it was a copycat killer. Kate. I was in Marty's apartment. There was... There was a painting on the wall, and... And and I hated it. And I ripped it down after I was... It was... It was melted clocks. A landscape that had clocks that were melting. The persistence of memory. Marty had that in, in his... In, li- in his living room, right above his couch. And the couch was a deep red, but not because of the blood. That came later. That was his favorite color. How do you know that, Kate? Because I was there. I was I was just there. No, no, that can't be. You've been here with me. I wanted it to happen, and then... And then I made it happen, and I hated him so much. And I even just said I wanted to do it, and now I did it. I I did it. Did what? I killed Marty. Mind's Eye was produced by Max Cutler, is a production of Cutler Media, and is part of the ParCast Network. It was developed by Maggie Admire and Max Cutler, sound design by Ron Shapiro. 
This episode was written by Katherine Lewis with production assistance by Carly Madden. Original story by Ron Cutler and Howard Cohn. It stars in alphabetical order Mike Capozzi, Amber Connor, Kimberly Holland, Mick Lambeth, Harris Markson, Nicholas Massu, Sammy Nye, Steve Pinto, Vanessa Richardson, and Carter Roy.